0: Welcome everyone to season two, episode one of Step by Step.
1: I'm so excited to say it with some skips along the way. <laughs> we I missed
0: that. Uh, yes, um, Gabe and I, it's been a while since we, we've done this one. So we're we're really excited to be with you all. Um, so I'm Ashley Ciccone. my co-host is.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought thought you were going to say all your stuff. My name is Gabriel or Gabe Gray.
0: Yeah. So just like how awkward it is to kind of like, wait, we're back in the swing of things. Wait, what are we doing? Huh? Right. Like that's a real life moment. And I'm going to keep it that way. So then when everyone's like, wait, what happened? Why didn't they edit this out? Because you can't re-edit life right? Like you can't edit those awkward moments where you're just like, oh no, wait, I was supposed to do this. Um, And I'm going to take us on a quick little, hopefully 60 second tangent of, I was doing a PD for Washington County and I was having a discussion with someone who was asking my advice. Um, They had to do a presentation on a similar topic that I had presented on. And they're like, well, I don't know if I'm qualified and I'm not sure how it's gonna go. And I said, address the elephant in the room. Because the minute you do that, it just alleviates any potential vibe, aura like awkwardness, right? So, like when you have like those awkward moments of like, wait, oh no, I didn't say what I meant to say, or I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, or you walk into a meeting late, I can be like, yep. I'm late, um, you know, like, it's just a quick or, yep, I'm this teacher, but I'm presenting on this because this is my perspective, you know, things like that. I think it's always great to um, consider, especially when we're in kind of this back to school mode.
1: Definitely. Um, we are human, everybody. We are human. Yeah. And it's all right to not have it all together right away. And when you have the best of intentions and something is out of your control, it's out of your hands. Just do your best.
0: Yeah. I think it took me a really long time in my professional realm to kind of be okay with that. Because I think a lot of us teachers are, we have that perfectionist aspect to us and it might come out in different ways. And so like when, you know, when the lesson plan doesn't just like line up when you actually do it, but the kids aren't doing exactly how you want it, man, especially the music teachers, right? That performance doesn't go how we planned it to go. Yep. Um, it's really difficult for us to kind of be okay with the result that is the reality, Um so we're going to backtrack now a little bit, <laughs> you know, this is, this is real life, right? Like our, our plan was we were going to do these fancy introductions um, to you guys, um, you know, new listeners, old listeners. Um, but then we went right into it because that's what happens um, in, in real life. So oh. um, Gabe, I'm going to let you just give, give us a little little tidbit of about yourself Um where you are this year and then we'll kind of go from there
1: sure thing so everybody for those who do not know once again my name is Gabriel Gray or you can simply call me Gabe I am in my seventh year teaching and I've been at the same school my entire career which is William A. Diggs Elementary School down here south in Charles County Maryland this is my second year on the MMEA board as the president elect of the General Music Teachers Association. And um, <clears throat> in the time last year, had a wonderful time just getting to know everyone on the board, working with Ashley and really getting a new vision for the general music component. And I'm looking forward to what's coming up in this second year and taking things even further.
0: Beautiful. Um, for those who don't know, Gabe, he is a word poet. <laughs> as, <laughs> I, um, as I call you like it's just it's just so eloquent. Um,
1: sometimes it becomes word vomit, but you know
0: that's fine. Mine <laughs> is like always word vomit. Every now and then, I'll be like a soapbox TED talk. Like there's there's just no eloquence to my. To my speaking, but that's okay. I, you know, like we all have our strengths and weaknesses. I own mine. Exactly, uh,
1: but <laughs> but again, thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, so, Gabe and I work together. We're on the MMEA Maryland Music Educator Association board. Um, so, I'm in my final year um, as president of the general music component, and we started this last year just as a way to connect to not only Maryland music teachers, uh, but general music teachers as a whole, um, and sometimes even non-music teachers, right? Like sometimes we listen and we find podcasts that are just for our silo, just for our field. But um, I think it's always interesting to listen to other perspectives as well. Um, so I, <laughs> me, I, um, so as me, my Towson University students, um, current and former will refer to me as uh, the the Mrs. Dr. Ciccone. Um So I am related to the other Dr. Ciccone. Um I think just about every music teacher in the state of Maryland has heard of Dr. Ciccone. That is the other half of mine. Um, and so my background is... Um, trifold, as you would say. So I have the board certification in music therapy. Uh, I was an elementary general music teacher for many years, and then decided that I wanted to add another complexity, which was special education. Um, And so that is where I currently land in one of my jobs as uh, department chair of special education at Edgewood High School up in Hartford County. So I coordinate and do all of the IEP meetings. um, And that actually has nothing to do with music. Um, And then after I do that for many, many, many hours a day, then I will go and uh, teach music education classes, technique classes. And um, this year I decided to add a, another layer of um, having a saxophone studio at Towson University it wasn't busy enough. Uh, <laughs> and then I also- I can
1: attest to that. Yeah.
0: And I teach some courses um, online at, at Longview School of Music. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's a lot. Um, but I apparently am a workaholic. So I am doing this to myself. <laughs> I remind myself that every single day. Um, and I think the biggest thing I've learned from it is, um, how much I thought I knew as a teacher and then I entered the special ed realm and realized how much I didn't know and then how much music teachers want to know like I like that makes me happy that like I think a lot of our teachers want to know but it really feels like especially in the state of Maryland like our teachers want to know how to support our kids regardless of what their ability level is. And that always, you know, I think it comes down to wanting to do better for the students. Totally. And I think that brings us into kind of where we want to land for today of we're going back to school and the teaching field I was reflecting on this is such a weird field because It might be one of the few, if only, professions where you restart every single year, right? Absolutely. In a 12-month job, like, if you want to revamp yourself or reinvent yourself or do something different, like, it takes a lot of time, you know, like, make some sort of announcement, you got to do something because there's no hard stop. Whereas teaching, you could leave in May, June, whatever your last day is, and come back as a completely different person. And I think a lot of times, like, that's what we right? like. We always call it the back to school weeks, and it's like, all right, who's changed the most? <laughs> you oh, know, oh, it's like that. Totally, see, like totally, totally.
1: Everyone's totally secret
0: or outwardly judging everyone else to be like, all right, so what did you do to either become completely different or be better? <laughs> right? Like, what other job is does that?
1: Yeah, as opposed to seeing, like you said, over the entire 12 month calendar year, seeing the same people. You know, the ones that stay in whatever they do every single day versus that hard stop. And then there's a lot of new people who come in, which is so common everywhere, whether it be just places with high turnover rates or the fact that we have so many coming into the profession who are not fully certified yet. And they've come into it because either, you know, something led them to do a career change or they felt a calling to come and help what they see is a real ongoing crisis. So a lot of it is also how has the whole building changed, not just individuals, but the whole building and how are we going to get a lot of these new people hopefully to want to stay, if not forever, at least for a while, so then our schools can Really develop a culture that will continue consistently
0: that would, that's that's a such a great point. I'm like aggressively nodding, and then I realize that no one can see my aggressive nods. But if you think about you you mentioned like the culture and um you know, so it's not just individual teachers, you know, or staff members coming back and maybe being the same, maybe not, right? But there's always that that part stop and that opportunity to to restart, refresh, right? Instead of yeah. really like for teachers, January 1 means nothing to us. It's the first day of school. That's that's our new year celebration, right? That's where <laughs> we're coming back. We're doing our new goals, new everything. But there's this aspect of what field has an organizational culture shift? every single year right how many pds do we attend every single back to school of what is the culture of the year going to be like how are we going to make things better how are we going to do things different right it's yeah. not just like a, a one and done or like kind of just here no it's and you know if you're new like you got to buy into it if you're not new you really have to buy into it yes point you're, there's a there's a jadedness to you, right? So the new ones are not the, the ones that you got to catch. It's <laughs> those of us that are like, okay, this is like my 10th. Back to school. Great. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, um, there's always the positivity of potential. Uh, the excitement of the you know, some people say that's not exciting to have the unknown. Like, I just want to get in, I want to get there. And I really was considering this because I tend to lean more towards that, right? Like anxiety wants comfort, they want the familiar. Um, but there's like there's you need to enjoy the excitement of the possibilities, the potential. Yes. Once you're in it, yes, you can be excited for what's there, but like. Right now, really, you could dream it. It's endless.
1: Mm-hmm. They say right. t- they say education is not for the faint of heart. And that's a wonderful example of knowing that it's always the unknown, whether if it's, you know, for, for again, my background is mainly elementary, whether if it's the grade level teachers getting a new group at the beginning of the year and there's the mixture of the students they don't know and the mixture of students that they've heard of for better or worse and then for the special areas teachers who get almost everybody there is now i'm seeing i've i'm seeing these students who are growing up from pre-k to fourth fifth grade right how are they now different because we you'll even have a student that will Leave for the summer one way, and they will come back in the fall. Totally different. Again, for better or worse.
0: Right. Like you don't know. And so for them, it's also a, a new year, new start, right? We always say that new year, new start. Um, you know, but what does that really mean? And I think that you go through the PDs and you're always asked, like, set your intentions for the year, set your goals. And I think for a lot of us, we kind of like shrug it off, right? That's not what we want. We want to get into the classroom. We got to get done what we need to get done. Um, But then that's exactly what we expect the kids to do on day one when they want to do the exact same thing we do. They want to just ride through their schedule. They want to meet the teachers. I don't know that they're even ready to like set their goals and intentions. Like some are, some aren't. And I think that You know, that's always the, we have to give them space in the same way that we're mentally going through our monologue of like, we also need space and time to think about it. Um, So we're, you know, Gabe and I are going to talk about kind of maybe where we land in this moment. And, you know, we had this discussion last year of where were we in December, right? And how like that had completely changed from where we were at the start of the year uh, so I think giving yourself the room to know that you start out one way and by December or, you know, October, whatever, you're like, it's not feasible, not reasonable, or my interest completely changed. I want to do this instead. And that like the flexibility I think is what a lot of times we have to hold on to, because that's not always there in other fields. So Gabe, yeah. okay, what is one, like, I guess just like intention goal, Something that you want to hold on to, something you want to do this year, you know, personally and or professionally.
1: Well, just earlier we had mentioned how you know we had a we kind of had an awkward blip in the beginning of this recording, and again we just breezed through it. You know, we acknowledged it, but we kept going. That is a goal of mine this school year is not to get hung up on the hangups, if that makes sense, because they're they're going to come day by day week by week month by month they're going to occur now when they do how will i respond to it will i let it will i let it keep me bound or will i take it note it keep moving but also rest when i need to so letting go of that idea of perfection just this past summer i had the epiphany that perfection is not written this earthly sense, perfection does not exist, and oh, how we suffer! How we suffer when it doesn't yeah. come work out the way that it it's that, it's that needless suffering, because okay, they didn't understand, you know, the method we use did not work for this group, or maybe this method is just outdated. We need sure. to. Switch it up to how students learn now. Because once again, going back to going back to how a new school year is a new everything. Teaching yeah. and education will continue to evolve. And as we all know, the latest major evo- evolutional, that's a word, the biggest kind of shift that we had in education had to do with COVID-19 yeah and from that we got a lot of new technology as well as a lot of new social emotional learning deficits Mm -hmm. you know in addition to you know the other learning deficits when it comes to academia there's that SEL that has been some never got it some yeah needs a lot some need many reminders so letting go of that idea of perfection is one of my goals so that I'm not feeling that I'm less than as an educator and my students don't feel when they're excuse me they don't feel when they're under my care that I'm being too hard on them
0: yeah that pressure
1: yeah yeah will I hold them accountable absolutely but Will I maintain their dignity? You bet.
0: Yeah. Ooh, powerful words. Again with the word poetry. <laughs> Beautiful. Um. Yeah, I would say I suffer from the, the perfectionist monster. Um. It's it's a thing, and it's hard because. Perfectionism is a motivator, and a lot of perfectionists have like that high functioning anxiety, right? Like we always see that, like, that's the catchphrase. Oh, I'm, I'm high functioning anxiety. Well, okay. Uh, that's, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, yep. Um, put me in that category. But, <laughs> right. There's, a, there's always that, 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 but afterwards. Um, and it's, you gotta find the good parts of that. And then find the not good parts of it. I, um, you know, in in special ed realm, like we always talk about like high functioning, low functioning, and it's, uh, I love it and hate it at the same time, right? Like, because that's, um, that's why autism became autism spectrum disorders, right? Like we're all on a spectrum on any given day we're in a spectrum of emotions and moods and anxiety levels, right? Like, it's not just like this. Sometimes it is like, sometimes we literally are on just like this linear line of we're just maintaining. Um, and so I think for me, my biggest thing that I'm going into this year is very similar to that of, you know, um, not getting, yes, not getting caught up in the perfectionism, but like working on what I suck at, <laughs> like, and really acknowledging it. Um, and I'm, I'm more of a sarcasm kind of person. So and I like to personify just about everything. So I haven't given it a knee, but I really suck at breaks. Like I take perfectionism and motivation to a new level because I will run myself to the point of pure exhaustion. And that is not, it's not feasible. I think that is a very like teacher-esque kind of thing, right? But I really suck at breaks. And just today I I had to force myself to take a break and I celebrated. I texted my husband. I was like, look at me taking a break. (laughs) He's doing so well. Not even like, you know, I was, I was excited, I went back to my office and what did I do? I didn't break. I literally just worked. It was just a different kind of work. And so I was upset at myself that the break wasn't perfect. Like, I just want y'all to sit with that for a second. I got upset at myself because the break, right? Like break is a break. It doesn't need to look like anything. It's supposed to be just a moment of rest. I was upset at myself because it didn't look a certain way. I didn't act a certain way that somehow I thought needed to be perfect. And so clearly I have issues with that, but I acknowledge it and we all have that thing. Right. And so for me, that's my thing that I really am going to be intentional about, right. I'm going to be intentional about taking my breaks and acknowledging when I didn't do something that I intended to do, right? So I didn't, I intended to give myself mental and physical rest. I didn't do that necessarily, but I did do something that just was different. And so I think it's just, you know, like it's, there's gonna be days where I intend to take rest and I don't. And then it's gonna be like, who wasn't best version of myself today. Guess what? (laughs) can always do better, can always do different. And so um, allowing that for ourselves, I think is huge. And allowing that for our students. We we set these expectations for our students once we get in and we expect a certain version of them. Once we see them, we get to know them. They're not linear.
1: It shifts. What
0: What are their intentions, right? We talk about it as a classroom. But we don't know personally what they're struggling with. Maybe they struggle with the same thing we are. Doesn't matter if they're five or 15. Right? Like they still are developing some sort of inner monologue to where something didn't go their way. It didn't have a certain intention that they want. Okay. Well, (laughs) it's it's a work in progress. Always.
1: Always. Always. I mean someone at 5 6 years old does not have the regul the abilities to self regulate that someone at 28 30 and over has and even and even folks at that age even those with the best of intentions they slip
0: yeah yeah i think the um what i've heard a lot of from different schools so far different teachers I've talked to is kind of the overarching theme is like giving ourselves grace right like we I think we're still kind of in that bundle of tension from COVID because it's kind of like you're waiting for the inevitable to happen again right like that's the trauma response (laughs) Um, you experience the trauma one way or the other and then like There's always this, okay, what's next?
1: Yeah, almost like you're like, you go, you
0: look at the rates, you're like, okay, are we going back to this, right? Like, it's always the what next? And the students also have that feeling, right? The itty bitty babies coming up might not, but they might have something different, right? They might have been ignored for the first three, four years of their development because mom, dad, aunt, uncle, guardian was trying to work, right? <laughs> or going through their own stuff. And so there's there's this there's this response that we now have to go, okay, we have to acknowledge it, but we have to be intentional about moving forward. We're not gonna be able to predict <laughs> no one, no one could predict how the COVID-19 response came about. No one's gonna be able to predict what happens next. So we gotta like be intentional. Be intentional with the here and the now, right? Like the mindset. Absolutely. But it's true. It's true. Like we, the back to school mode is like, okay, plan for the year. Like, (laughs) yes, because you need to be organized, but also like, take some moments.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this, this back to school for teachers week for me Though I'm, you know, definitely on track to being ready for, for next week, this is probably one of the weeks where I feel, I guess you can say slightly behind in, in certain ways. Right. But I don't feel dread because of it. I don't feel that Monday is going to be a disaster because of it. Right.
0: My Like my watch is ringing. Did you hear it? It was driving, it was driving me crazy. I'm like listening to you and like the watch is ringing. in. I'm like, oh my God, I can't.
1: Yes. Uh, it's all of that. Just it's going all on. of that,
0: right? And so in that moment, I'm listening to you, and then I'm distracted by this. I'm like, oh my God, this is like this is our students. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's a lot. And this is how we are as teachers. Teachers make the worst students, by the way.
1: Oh, of course. Have, we are if the worst to- students. I mean, just go to your staff meeting. Need I say more? (laughs) Just go to your staff meeting. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, for our first introduction for season two, we hope that those going back or going into teaching, going into the schools in some way, shape, or form, we hope that you find and come up with something for you um, that you can try to be intentional about. It could be related to profession. It could not typically those somehow they overlap though. And so yeah. it took me a long time to um, accept that they're, they're joint. Right. So me taking breaks that extends into my personal life, maybe an intentional about a little less on the future being more in the hearing out like that is a intertwined thing and we always hear the leave your home at home come to work and you know gotta leave those problems you can't do anything about it and it's like well why don't we just acknowledge acknowledge the elephant in the room like yeah acknowledge like the joke this week has been like I was not my best self because our smoke alarm battery went off and it like wrecked both of our days. And right, like that's gonna trickle into things. So like the minute I just acknowledge and be like, not my best self today, the morning sucked. I'm not gonna like gonna dwell in it for however long I need to dwell in it, but then i got to move on with the day. But I can also just say, mm, it's not my best self. We're gonna do the best we can. Um, and so that combined um, intentional purpose behind what you're doing, what you want to do, what you want to get done, I think is okay that it goes into both aspects of your lives. And so we hope that you take time for that. Um, You know, if that's your thing, maybe if you're like, no, 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 I don't like to think that way, then don't, right? Like that's, that's absolutely okay. I invite you to kind of just sit with something Um, for sure, because you're asking students are being asked to do this. Um, And so I think it's only fair that we also love it for ourselves. Um, And so throughout the year, Gabe and I are really going to try to have these conversations. We're going to bring in some guests, um, you know, and we're also going to give ourselves grace. Like we had a set, we wanted to do 10 recordings last year. I mean, it didn't work out the way we wanted to. Uh, things were out of our control, but we did what we could.
1: Yeah, just the fact that we got it off the ground was—I never thought I—I I never thought I would be hosting the podcast. But hey, here I am. <laughs> right. It's one of those like Like,
0: hey, mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. five listeners. There's five listeners. Um and i think a lot of times it's even just it's beneficial for us um to kind of vent talk connect um so so find that um to whoever's listening find that thing find that something um for you and be intentional as much as you can with the grace right the so our whole saying of step-by-steps with skips along the way um, is very much credit to Gabe because, um, you know, his, his phrase was step-by-step, step, right? Like just take it a little bit at a time because that's really all you can do. Otherwise you're in that perfectionist monster that's going to take over. And then you're breeding that anxiety, you're breeding that tension. Um, and then of course, and I think I was just like, well, yeah, but, there's definitely going to be some skips, right? <laughs> like you're not going to be. It's not always. Again, it's not linear. You're not just going step by step. Sometimes, like things happen, okay. and you're going to skip things up, down, sideways. Um. So allow those skips to happen.
1: Right. I, I mean, I can say, as a personal testimony, that just getting involved with MMEA has been one of the has been like a big skip for me when it comes to having building this community, this tribe. And I'm I'm not just talking about the I'm not just talking about the board. I'm talking about folks who come to conferences, folks who volunteer their time. They might not be elected officials or staff, but they still volunteer their time to further the missions and the goals. And that's been a skip for me in terms of knowing that I am not by myself. My high school choir director was was um, presenting at our in-service she retired back in 2017 and she said something that she said this might shock you all but in my 30-year career i felt very alone i felt very alone and i don't feel that now but even before MMA, i didn't feel that thanks to technology and further connection but when you really find a tribe of people who are passionate they are committed they will also be honest when they are not feeling it either. That gives, it almost gives you that permission that you felt like you didn't have to admit that you don't have it together either. When this person with all these letters letters on the other side of their name, and they've done all this stuff, and they're so well known, and they will let you know just last week I cried in my office because my students really took, took me almost over the edge. That's like, wow. So... I'm not crazy.
0: Right. It's that permission, right? Like, oh, right. This this does happen.
1: <laughs> um, yep. and yeah. And my final absolutely. thought, also, if you if you don't know where to begin, if you don't know what goes, especially if you are just starting out and you don't even know where the bathroom is in your building for staff, <laughs> this summer, I did a lot of journaling. And when Ashley and I started to be like, all right. I mean, we're still on break, but the year's looming. We got to start looking at the next year. I told her just that day I was journaling about what do I want in terms of being a better president-elect of our component, especially as I transition into the presidency next calendar year. Start by journaling, because sometimes our minds are so cluttered that we can't find it. But when you write it out, it dumps out. Yeah. And eventually you have all these goals that you didn't even think you had, but it's there. And if you re- and if that doesn't work, make something up. Mm-hmm. Make something up. Just say I'm going to I'm going to intend to do this and the path toward it is going to teach me something. Even if I don't achieve it, I'll learn something from it.
0: Well-spoken. Very (laughs) well-spoken. Thank you. All right, everyone. We wish you the best of luck for those going back to school. Um, For those that maybe have been in school already, we hope things are going well. um, And we hope that you keep moving forward one way or the next and whatever way is is best for you. Um, And... And so our catchphrase of, you know, moving step by step with some skips along the way, um, it is is true, right? Allow for that um, as you move about and be okay with the nonlinear word. That's my poetry word, my phrase for today.
1: Yes, yes, because we think it's that straight line. When in reality, it is jagged. It is mountains high and then it is valleys low and then sometimes you are in the deep blue sea
0: that's a song right there yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right everyone take care we'll be back soon
1: all right thank you all